Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, as always, SBJ, and I have a very special guest with us in hopefully a couple mini-part series thing that we're going to do tonight and then tomorrow. Um, I have Allegra with me from Polygon. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And uh, before we dive into things and just to set the set what this episode set the expectations of this episode we are recording on february 25th around 5 p.m we are recording after the whole mess of rumors came out this morning and in less than 24 hours we'll find out if those rumors are true or not uh but before we get there uh allegra this is the first time you've been on our fans have never heard you before but Let's, uh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent question. Um, so I am a reporter for polygon.com. Pretty, pretty snazzy website. And, uh, I'm a big Pokemon fan. I think those are the two <laughs> defining characteristics that I've got. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I owe my friend Chow a shout out because she was the person who, got me in contact with the voice actor of Professor Sycamore, who we had on a couple episodes back, and I never gave her a shout-out, and I feel terrible. Um, But then her and uh, my friend Phil, who they both work under Vox Media, which is Polygon, they told me to contact you because you were everything Pokemon when it comes to Polygon, I feel. I'm pretty big into Pokemon. That's definitely true. (laughs) Well, you had an article today. I want to talk about this real quick. You had a really great article today on Polygon, which is... Pokemon spinoffs, a history lesson. And it's actually like a pretty in-depth article. Oof, yeah, that that was a long piece of research right there. It's kind of like, because <laughs> Pokemon, I mean, we both know, this probably goes without saying at this point, Pokemon's turning 20 this year, this Saturday, in fact. Um, so I kind of just wanted to work on something original for that anniversary. So I was just kind of going through my own pokemon history and i was like you know man like everyone keeps talking about these rpgs like the game boy games but what about like pokemon puzzle challenge you know like that's a pokemon game that i have put a ton of time into and people Mm -hmm. aren't talking about it so let me bring that back into the consciousness so i i came up with this uh very 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 long piece of writing right there (laughs) yeah it's a great article i always like to see when bigger news sites that aren't just pokemon based sites report on stuff because you i like try to look for like oh what if they get this wrong or what if they miss this but like you know anytime you post pokemon you never miss anything which like tells me that you're like a true fan of the franchise oh man shucks man that's that's cool because i'm always like worried because i know pokemon fans are some of the most devoted and i mean i definitely consider myself one of them but as someone who's constantly anxious about being wrong that is definitely (laughs) definitely a good compliment to get yeah well uh if our readers or our listeners want to read that it's at polygon.com it's called pokemon spinoffs a history lesson but speaking of being wrong let's talk about today's rumors and i think the big one right off the bat is trademarks this morning were filed for pokemon sun Pokemon Sun mm-hmm. and Pokemon Moon, yeah. And the internet kind of exploded like they always do. And there was debate whether these Pokemon games are real or not. And yeah. I'll I'll start off saying with I'm pretty 
confident they are real, but I've been wrong before. Yeah, something I uh, discovered, or uh, I'm not going to take credit for it. I saw it on Twitter. Something I saw on Twitter was that the uh, domains like Pokemon-Sun.com and Pokemon-Moon.com um, both redirect to the Pokemon, the official Pokemon website, which isn't necessarily indicative of like these being actual games, but you know, like they could totally just be like, oh, someone made these fictional logos, so let's buy up the domains just so we can like have all of our IP locked down. But I'm pretty sure they would be buying the domains, you know, for a commercial purpose. Like I'm pretty sure that that coupled with the pretty legitimate looking logos and the trademarks suggests that these are you know legit yeah i i think a lot of people would assume that since there is a pokemon direct tomorrow at um 9 a.m central time 7 a.m pacific and then 10 a.m eastern time zones are complicated um that we would get a game announcement especially since we haven't had a main series game in almost two years they took last year off that was the first time they took off in a while because we got black and white and well we got before that we got hard gold soul silver then black and white then black and white too so they kept pumping out games left and right and then last year they took a break so the assumption was oh they're going to announce pokemon z this weekend or they're going to announce uh pokemon x and y2 or there was the possibility of them announcing a brand new generation, the seventh generation, uh, which would be Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon, if if those rumors are true. Um, but I think what really cemented it from me was when um, there was a tweet from Masuda, the director on the Pokemon games, and he tweeted seven days ago a picture of the moon during the day that he saw. And his tweet was something along the lines of like, look at the moon, it's out when the sun is out kind of thing and i was like well if that doesn't give it away i don't know what else does right i mean that also sounds like a cool little thing to see like oh man the moon's out and it's the daytime like that's kind of cool but also like taking into account you know this news that definitely seems like a little fan tease for sure right right um something that surprised me about this this leak is so the Pokemon Direct tomorrow morning is actually supposed to be five minutes long, I read. So yeah. when I at first I was like, oh, my God, yay, Pokemon Direct. Of course, there's going to be news. But then I found out it was only five minutes long. And I was like, OK, Nintendo, like usually that means it's like a trailer. Like I was pretty sure it was going to be like a music video celebrating the 20th anniversary or something like I wasn't really expecting anything major. But then this came out. And so, you know, it seems like it it has to be related to this direct, but I was surprised that it was Pokemon, you know, a pair of new games suggesting like an entirely new generation that came out as opposed to, you know, Pokemon Z trademark, because it's rare. There's no Pokemon generation, right. That doesn't have some kind of follow-up or third version, like black and white got full sequels, but that's still in a, in essence, a third version, but this kind of implies that this, they're skipping that they're kind of skewing that entirely and moving on to an entirely new generation. So for me, that that's a sticking point of and a weird quirk about this. Yeah. I don't know if, I mean, you can look at sales numbers and it seems like the third generation or in the case of black and white too, like always seems to sell very well. So it's, I, I can't see that as the reason of like, oh, let's just skip it and move to Gen 7. But I will say that I find a new generation a lot more exciting than going back to like 
what I've already seen before. Maybe that's what they're trying to capture in the audience is just like, it's our 20th anniversary, so instead of going back, we're going to send you somewhere new. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm never the kind of person who gets the third version because, I mean, I, I think every Pokemon game has something valuable to offer, surely, but it's really hard to justify that purchase when it's, you know, in its most superficial form, a retread. I don't know if that's a controversial thing to say here on the <laughs> Pokemon podcast, but um, like I'm far more likely to pick up Sun or Moon than I would, you know, Pokemon Z. So in that in that sense, I'm way more excited to learn more about a potential seventh gen. Right. And with with just knowing that we're not going back to if if this is the case and this is true and we're not going back to Kalos because it's a new generation, that also means we get new Pokemon, which is super exciting as well. Listen, I feel like of all the things I'm excited about for new Pokemon games, the new Pokemon aspect is the one that I'm not as ready to get behind. (laughs) I feel like I'm like, I'm not one of those people who's like, Gen 1 is the best or whatever. But like, I just can't remember who belongs where after like the fourth generation. (laughs) And I'm just saying that because I'm a human being and my mind is limited as all human beings minds are like, I can't remember. I don't even know how many Pokemon we have at this point. It's, is it over 800 yet? Uh, I think with Magearna, which was announced, what, uh, two, two weeks ago now, a week ago, I I think it's 722 Pokemon, but that's not counting. That's not (laughs) counting mega evolution. Jesus, like that's insane. I can't remember 40 different people like by <laughs> by their face, let alone their name. Like I can't identify which gen is which anymore. So the fact that we could be getting a hundred new Pokemon by the end of the year is very intimidating. Well, I think some rumors and this 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 is if you go deeper and you look, um you kind of scour Reddit or Tumblr or whoever else is trying to put two and two together to, you know, bring to light if if these games are real or not, uh, there was reports that Masuda did spend a lot of time in Spain. Um, and prior to X and Y, Masuda spent a lot of time in France, and he was very vocal about that on Twitter, just like he was very vocal about being in Spain. There were rumors that there's only going to be like 60 or 70 new Pokemon, and that kind of points a lot to Kanto and Johto, where Johto almost felt like a 1.5. It didn't have... A bunch of Pokemon, but it also connected back to Kanto, which was really exciting for people and a really good surprise at the end. And if this new game takes place, now this is a big if, this is the really big thing I'm probably going to get wrong. If this game takes place in the Spain region, that's right next to France, that's the possibility of going back to Kanto. And that's the possibility of filling in a lot of holes that people thought were in the story of X and Y that just weren't answered. Yeah. Oh, I really, I really like that theory. I hope you're right. Cause I'm really down for that. Especially when you brought up the gold silver connection, which I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say those are definitively the best games in the series. And I will, I will not entertain any other options. Gold <laughs> and silver are the best. So the idea of, you know, these kind of functioning more as an expansion as opposed to a completely discrete new generation of games is definitely really exciting and i mean the spanish influence i'm excited to see too if that theory checks out which i mean based off you know precedent that sounds pretty um accurate or likely to 
be true. But um, yeah, I think that a Spanish style Pokemon could be really cool. But definitely, I hope I hope that you're right about it sort of working with the last gen in that sense and filling out that story more a bit. Cause I agree there were some holes. It definitely felt unfinished, which is why I was actually getting more pumped for that third version that I thought was coming than I usually would because it did feel like there was something not necessarily missing, but there was way more that could be filled out or answered. So I I like that theory. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. And it's, there's there's other little things and we're we're running short on time here just because we both have a million things to do after this but um there's other things like uh the moonstone has existed for quite a while ever since generation one um which points to hey maybe pokemon moon version isn't that far off and there's also a sunstone and each category has five or six pokemon that need to evolve during those stones um when I I don't have the reference in front of me, but when uh, one of the directors was asked if they could give us any hints or spoilers for the next Pokemon game, they only replied with one word, and that one word was flowers, which yeah. doesn't hold too much to Sun and Moon, but if it goes back to the Spain theory, uh, there's a lot of festivals in Spain that, and I I don't, I, I haven't researched it enough, so forgive me, I only, only saw some of these theories a couple minutes before we started recording that. Uh, there's a lot of festivals in Spain that do revolve around the sun being a focus and around like flowers and and gr- like growing new life. So kind of ties full circle, hopefully, into uh, cementing that sun and moon are indeed the games we're going to hear about tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will say, though, that based off the I'm pretty sure this is like concrete fact that this direct will only be five minutes long. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we will still have many, many, many questions <laughs> after tomorrow, but I'm definitely excited to see at least some of these theories either uh, corroborated or completely thrown out during that uh, five minute announcement, whatever it turns out to be. Right. Right. And it's funny cause th- this podcast is going to be longer than the, the Pokemon direct we see tomorrow. Oh my God. It's like five times longer. <laughs> But uh, uh, hopefully we can have you back tomorrow and, and, or at least this weekend and talk about what, what is going on with, with the rumors and if they're true and how right or wrong we were. Uh, and yeah. Cool. I'm excited. Awesome. Uh, do you, so I, our listeners can find you on Polygon. You write a lot of other things besides Pokemon articles, but uh, do you have like a Twitter they can follow you at if they care to do so? If you guys care to do so, <laughs> if you weren't turned off by my voice or my emphatic opinion that Pokemon Gold and Silver is the best game. I mean, I agree um, with you. They are the best. They are the best. Um, I'm Legs Frank on Twitter. All one word, uppercase L, uppercase F. I don't know if uh, that case sensitivity matters on Twitter, but I'm Legs Frank on Twitter. So check me out there. Tweet a lot of Pokemon, mostly, I guess. Awesome. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Dragging a Lake. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. And we will be back, hopefully, uh, to tell you how wrong or how right we are uh, tomorrow. So stay tuned. And yeah, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. <laughs>